Hello and welcome to Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. This is the ninth episode of our Take a Shot series, where we discuss some of the day's most burning music topics. Today, we are celebrating the return of the original lineup of Blink-182. So let's get into it. Okay, so I've got to say this was massive music news that made all kinds of headlines this week. Um, And I know I've been on a little bit of a hiatus with the pod for the last few months. um, And I kind of wanted a really good reason to get back into the Take a Shot series. You know, I didn't want to force it. I didn't want to kind of make up some weird topic or do some kind of strange roundup just for the sake of it. And then on October 11th, when Blink-182 announced that Tom DeLonge, who was originally part of the lineup and left the band um, about 10 years ago, would be coming back. They were going to be releasing a new song, followed by a new album and a massive tour. I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. This is exactly the kind of content that I need to share with the pod community, with the music community, the millennial, you know, pop punk era. And um, I am just so excited by this news. I have to say too, I think in general, after hearing about Mark Hoppus's um, cancer diagnosis um, in 2021, I was worried about this band in general. And of course, I'm so happy that Mark has uh, declared he is cancer free. Of course, he still has to go and get screened every six months in case the lymphoma returns. But um, I was just so stoked to see these three dudes together. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with the nostalgia surrounding this band for me. And, and And I know I over use that word on the podcast a lot because I think, you know, there's elements of nostalgia that could have this band labeled as old news or something that's very much in the past. But I think for, you know, the millennial generation, this band made such an impact on all of us. Like there's not one person I know, whether you are into the pop punk era or not, there's not one person that I know who doesn't know the words to all the small things or what's my age again, or first date or the rock show. Like, This band had such a tremendous impact on the music community. They really made this like skater era of music cool. Um, You know, it wasn't just these kind of like underground emo weirdos, so to speak, who were maybe listening to Blink-182. Everyone was going to Blink concerts. If you were whatever, like popular kid, jock, nerd, what have you, I felt like it was a great equalizer. Um, I, of course, am, you know, saying all of this, yet I was actually quite young when I first started listening to Blink-182, and I apologize to some of our listeners who may see this as a very repetitive episode, because I have talked about um, Blink-182 on the pod twice before with my good friend um, Carrie. We've discussed their albums, uh, Enema of the State, as well as Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Um, but I was quite young. You know, these albums came out in the early 2000s. I am... uh, child of 1994. Um, So, you know, I was in like first, second grade when I first started hearing um, Blink-182 music. And that had a lot to do with the fact that my older brother, Nick, who's also been on the pod. Thank you, Nick. um, He he was a big fan of theirs. And uh, we would like be on LimeWire or Kazaa, if anyone remembers Kazaa before LimeWire came out, um, downloading the music videos for, you know, their hit singles that I already mentioned. I Miss You was also such a banger. And that music video is great. Um, and he was the one who introduced me to them. And, and along with uh, that kind of music came my introduction to bands, you know, like Sum 41 and um, Yellow Card. And uh, soon, you know, bands like Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco all kind of living in this subgenre of emo pop punk. And it did uh, definitely have a bit of a 
resurgence in the last couple of years because we've seen particularly someone like Travis Barker come in and collaborate. And Travis Barker, I, I hope you know this listening to this episode, but Travis Barker is uh, the drummer for Blink-182 and he's now famously married to um, Kourtney Kardashian. But, you know, he's collaborated with people like Avril Lavigne and Youngblood, um, what's his name, Lil Huddy, who is actually now going just by Huddy, I, th- I think, if I'm remembering that correctly. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is like one of his close personal friends as well as collaborators, Mod son. So, um, oh, and he recently played at the Shane, uh, sorry, not the Shane Hawkins, the Taylor Hawkins tribute uh, concert at Wembley. Um, I'm thinking Shane Hawkins because side tangent, if you haven't watched the clip of um, Taylor Hawkins' son, Shane, playing with the Foo Fighters at Wembley, it was just like, it, it was incredible. But anyways, uh, Travis has been a very busy man, even though Blink-182 has kind of gone on a little bit of a hiatus until now. And I feel like he's also helped bring a lot of these, this newer generation um, up on this kind of music. And I think too, I'm excited to see that Blink is back because they've always done a really good job, I think, at making light of some of the darker situations that we might find ourselves in. Um, I know that they released a song and I apologize, I'm going to have to look it up. But I remember during the pandemic, they released a song and I think I remember resonating with it quite, uh, quite well. Blink-182, what was it called? I I remember the cover art, but now I can't remember what the heck it's called. Oh, it's called Quarantine. Of course. How could I freaking forget? Yeah. So they released a song called Quarantine. I feel like they've always just been able to, you know, take these kind of darker topics and make them into these um, pop, punk fr- pop punk frenzies um, that have made things a little bit more bearable for us all. And I have to also give props to Matt Skiba, who um, I just actually learned this today when I was doing a little bit of research. Matt Skiba replaced Tom DeLonge um, when he left the band 10 years ago. And uh, he's also the lead singer for Alkaline Trio. I don't know if anyone else knew that, but I used to listen to Alkaline Trio like when I was in high school all the time. Never knew it was Matt Skiba uh, who, who was in that band. But, um, you know, he really took over. And uh, if you go on Tom DeLonge's Instagram, there's actually a really, really nice message that Tom wrote to Matt because, you know, I feel like a lot of people speculated, well, what the heck happened to him? You know, he's been in the band for 10 years. They did two albums together and now they're just kind of giving him the boot. But Tom was very genuine in his note to Matt where he was basically saying you know like we couldn't have gotten to this point if it wasn't for you and and you stepping in when you did and um, how Mark's cancer diagnosis really put things in perspective for the band and they were able to work through maybe some of their um, issues that they were experiencing just being together and not not necessarily thinking about Blink-182 but just being together as as friends because that is truly like their relationship they are just three guys who are great friends and happen to make great fun music as well um So I really appreciated that because I do think that Matt had really big shoes to fill coming in and filling in for Tom. Um, I was lucky enough to see Blink-182 on tour uh, just before the pandemic, I think. I believe it was like 2019. And um, I saw them at Budweiser stage here in Toronto and Matt Skiba was there, um, obviously. And he, I thought he did a, a pretty good job. He does sound a little bit like Tom DeLonge. So I feel like it allowed him to encompass the spirit of a lot of the older um blink stuff i'm again the the quarantine song that came out the the, you know some of the stuff that they've done with matt the last couple albums california and there was another one i think it was called nine that came out i don't i i I won't say like i hate it and i'm never going to listen to it but i think me and a lot of other blink fans would also agree that tom was truly the essence you know like 
if you're if you're on TikTok or Instagram, like you've probably seen the big like "Where are you?" like that. That that's Tom DeLonge. That's the essence of Blink. That's what you you think about when you hear Blink One Eighty Two songs. So I do feel for Matt having to step in when he did and take over uh, for such an iconic musician in such an iconic band who have a very very strong fan base um so huge props to him but again going back to the matter at hand which is um them reuniting i am so excited for this album and so excited for this tour the album um, i believe the album is also going to be called edging but they just released a single called edging along with the music video um it's funny to see you know definitely the guys have aged it's not 2003 anymore um it's definitely Definitely not the enema of the state era anymore for them, but it is fun just kind of seeing them partake in a video that we would have seen, you know, 20 years ago when they were kind of in their prime, but they're just, they're just older guys now and they've got kids and they've got families and they're just having a good time with their music and writing like lyrics about like dick jokes and stuff like that's, that's truly the blink that we fell in love with. So I'm glad they're not like trying to change themselves too much. Um, I myself am going to make a very strong attempt to get tickets to uh, their Toronto show, which I believe is happening in May 2023 at the um, Scotiabank Arena here in Toronto. Um, I I just feel like it would be like a rite of passage for me, you know, going from the like seven year old kid who didn't understand any of the weird sexual jokes that they were making in their music videos or in their songs to see them as a full blown adult um, and being able to fully understand those jokes and laugh at them uh, to myself. I I truly think it would be a fun experience and um, I really, really hope I get tickets. I'm also very much looking forward to hearing this album, having the opportunity to listen to it all the way through. Um, I think 2022 has actually been a really good year for new music. Um, Obviously, we've seen huge music icons like, you know, the Beyonce's of the world uh, release new music. But I have been truly impressed with pretty much every new album that's come across um this last these last 12 months um and blink 182 might be one of the the biggest announcements just given the scale of of this reunion and what it means to so many people um it also just you know in a kind of selfish way for me I'll say it reminded me so much of what I love about the pod you know when I heard the news I texted my friend Carrie about the tour because it reminded me of, you know, sitting here at my table. This was all, you know, pre-pandemic when I first started doing the podcast. And it was such like a fun episode. It was really early days for me. And we just talked about how excited we were about the enema of the state album and what it meant to us and our favorite lyrics and the funny moments, the funny music videos. And we just drank, you know, these weird cocktails that I decided to make us. And it was just this, again, it was just silly and fun and we didn't take ourselves too seriously and that's that's truly like what I love about doing the podcast and what I love about bands like Blink-182 bringing music into our lives and also I just feel like it was a really good piece of good news for anyone you know between the ages of like 25 and 38 right now um pandemic was rough and I know that things are on the up and up and I know I have also you know talked the shit about this um on the pod that's not the right expression talked shit about the I guess I've talked shit about the pandemic but I mean like who wouldn't it sucked for everybody um but I think you know in speaking with uh with my friends we were all hit pretty hard and this just felt like kind of like a like closing the loop on this these these weird last few years of our lives like 
having this band come back that that meant so much to us I don't know there's something there's something kind of poetic about it and I don't know if poetic is ever really a word that I'd use to describe Blink-182 as a band but I'm gonna stick with it um I also wanted to say, you know, thanks to the listeners, too, for sticking around. I know that it's been a while since I've been on the podcast, Mike, and uh, I appreciate you guys still supporting me and uh, listening to these short form episodes, which have been um, a nice little break for me as well. And uh, I promise you we're going to come back with new content soon. Um, And uh, who knows, maybe even another Blink-182 episode, because I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited by this news. This is amazing news. So um, anyways, uh, as always, if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Kiara Gets Drunk. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Welcome back, Blink-182. Welcome back, Tom. And we look forward to hearing this amazing album.